Okay, so let's start with the Gomorrah. First page. So that's pretty straightforward. Tanya, over the mayor, Minayan, the How do we know that Tchisamesim, where do you see in the Torah that Tchisamesim is going to take place? Hashem Oz Yashem Moshe, Uvnei Yisrael Sashiro Hazois, Hashem. So Oz, so translate the Pasuk. Then, Moshe Christ will sing the Shira. Right? So it's Yashir, they will sing. Shorlin Emar, that not, doesn't say that they sang, El Yashir, they will sing. So that indicates that Tchisa Mesim will, will, will take place. Moshe and Christ will say the Shira again. The post is telling us that they will say the Shira. In the future, they will say it again. Um, the more says a similar Joshua Mishuah ben Levi Menam Tchis Mesim in the Torah Shemur Asher Yisrael Yisachah Oy Dehalucha Sela Hilalucha Loi Nemur Ela Yehalalucha Mekan Tchis Mesim in the Torah that they will they will be Mahalayu again. Now those which were Yosef and Meisachah will be Mahalayu again. Right? So that's not as clear because maybe they'll be Mahalayu tomorrow. Right? How do you know? But at the end of the day, we have an individual which. The, the more is that there's such and such an idea, but here it's clear, the Moshe and they didn't sing it again. We know they didn't sing it again in the, the, the forty years. So, but plus they're going to sing it again. Most be is going to be in the future. So that's how you know Tchias Amesim in the Torah. Now the truth is, I, I to get the real feel of of, of the sugya, you have to go through all of the Gemara. The Gemara brings multiple different sources. How you know Tchias Amesim in the Torah? All of them are fairly similar to this one. It means they're not explicit. Right. You know, if if I if I would want to find a source on the Torah where the Torah would talk about Tchias Amesim, I would you know if I was you know you would say that the pasuk says you know you have a pasuk in the Neil, your kitsi ran or shechli offer like that you know that, that's almost the most explicit one you get and we wait we wait till the safer than Neil. The pasuk says your kitsi right we ran or shechli offer they will awaken those which are lying in the in the, in the durst. Will awaken and, and sing. Uh, that's pretty clear. We have to wait till Daniel to tell us that. You know, like you know, till then it's like these remosin. Number one, number two. Like, why here? Why is it here? Like, why is Parshas Bashalak the place? Right at the time of Shir Sayam, that's so that we, we're going to be Murnamas Kesa Mesim in If out of all the drushes, I, I can't say, say went through all of them. As far as I can tell, through all the drushes. Um, this is probably the, the earliest place in the Torah that there's this indication of. So it means that here we are, and we, we, there's some reason why it's here. Now let's go back to the Mishnah. Next page is the Mishnah. Do it out of order, yeah. So, I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. You know, so you're not going to be the other hub. A person says, "Ain't chiyas amesim minatara." Okay, so it means he's not denying chiyas amesim. He says there's, there's no place that is indicated in the Torah. Right? So let's look at Rashi. Ain't chiyas amesim minatara. Shekarpim b'midrashim to the shin and b'gemara l'kamon. He doesn't accept all these drushes which we're going to bring. He doesn't accept any. He says, you know, there's, five, there's probably about twelve, fifteen drushes that more gives different sources. All of them not so clear, and he says, "You know, I don't like those drushes. I don't, I don't like them. This is, you know, I believe in it. It's going to happen. There's no psukim which indicate it, All right? So, etc. 
He says, I, there's no place which is indicated in the Torah that such a thing exists. Kaifer who? He's a denier, he's a Rashi. Since he's, he's uprooting the concepts from the Torah. So who cares? He believes in it. He, he, I believe, I believe, you know, you know, you know my, my share once I made fun of me, I was, you know, at, after I gave up like a fiery drush or by certain, he says, Rabbi, I believe! Like, you know, like, now what? Like, you know, um, where to get it from? He has the status of a Kerfer Rush. He says, even though he believes, but if 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 he's making up out of the out of the air, not because it's, 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 the Torah is saying this, that's not acceptable. Okay, so he loses Um Just like, you know, actually, we should really see the feet of this first piece of Gemara. Just the little first piece of Gemara. Look, uh, on that page right there, right after, right after the Mishnah. So why? So why does he lose? Because he's Tana, the more the Bryce says, who covered B'tchiyas HaMesim? It's fair. Right? The Bresham deals so he's denying he doesn't get so we'll see that later on the Ramban says you see that Elam Haba are being used interchangeably over here Commission says uh, and the more it says because he denies Chiesamesim, and that's that's mita connected mita. So we see that Olam Haba Chiesamesim are being used interchangeably. Okay, that's not what I want to focus on right now, right? But okay, so that's the deal because he didn't get it right. Okay, now there's a fascinating Gemara which on the next page or two, which gives us. Um, so. If a person comes along and says, you know, he, he has his amuna about about his understanding about the Kodesh Borahu, and he and he, you know, he sits there and he contemplates and he comes up with the Ramam's five five elements of amuna in the Kodesh Borahu. Well, you didn't find that in the pasuk. This doesn't say that that's a problem. As long as I have my amuna, those five elements about the Kodesh Borahu, I think about it. I realize there must be a creator, and if there's a creator, so he's he's unique and he doesn't he's not limited by any type of body. I come to the conclusion all the five parts of Rambam. I'm okay, but Tchias Amesim has to be Minatar. Like why? Okay, that's the next challenge. Um, last, the next challenge is the Rambam in his Yudgimalikrim. The the Rambam when he develops his concept of Yudgimalikrim, he develops it on this Mishnah. Now, if you notice in the Mishnah, the Mishnah only really touched on two of them. It touched on Terminus Shemayim and Tchiyas Amesim Minotar. There's like 11 other ones that the Mishnah doesn't mention. So, like, um, why would, you know, I can't measure, you know, not measure, but, you know, and the actors of the Kodesh Baruch sounds to me like they're pretty important when you should mention it. The person says, I don't believe the Kodesh Baruch Hu's actors, I don't believe the Kodesh No, 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 that's, that's okay, you know. Like, like, why Tzir Sabesim in like, gets, gets that, that status? Okay. Um, next page. Amalei Ahu Mino, the Gaviyah Ben Psisa. So there was this, there was this fascinating individual um, named Gaviyah Ben Psisa, Rashi says that was his name. He was not. not he was like a, uh, he, he presents himself, at least in the stories of the Gemara, being not one of the known to be He was like an average person. He had to be very sharp, right? And he knew his psukim a little bit, but he wasn't known as a tamachacham. 
And the more brings a few interactions, to the, the, you know, one of them, the more says the next one afterwards that um, there is a uh, celebration on the, the 24th of Nisan, or a celebration because the, the B'nai Afriki went to Alexander's Mukden, they went to Alexander the Great, and they brought them to a court case. Eretz Canaan belongs to, to the to people. Afriki was they were they were descendants of Canaan. It's our land. You stole our land. Please get out of our land. Sounds like a, sounds like a modern newspaper, right? So so they went to, went to the to be to court in front of Alexander Mukden. So Gemara went and represented the Jews. He said, "If I win, Tara won. If I lose, yeah, you beat an Amoris. You know, right? So it doesn't mean anything. So that's how he presents himself. The more says." The Mitzrayim one time went, tried to go make a complaint that we stole all of their Kesef and Zob. When we left, we, they wanted back. So again, Vibe Masisa was the person who went to court, right? So meanwhile, this Min, this this uh, this Sluki, um, says to Vibe Masisa, which you know, in time wise, just, just your math. So there was the the uh, at the beginning of Bayashani with was with, with the. You had Ezra, and then there was Shimon, Shimon Atzadik, and Achzanus Mutan was in the time of Shimon Atzadik. Shimon Atzadik's Talmud was, was Antigonus, and then you already have Tzadik and Baisus. So Tzadik and Baisus were very, very early on in the beginning of Baisheni. So comes on this fellow who's a min, the Gvina Messi, so Vailachan Chayoba, the Mesum Mesi Chayan. You know, woe is to you, you Chayoba. Chayoba is a Russia. So he says, woe is to you, you're, you're a Russia. Because you believe those who are dead, which have come back to life. Like now, if I'm not a stuki, Baruch Hashem, but if I made stuki, I come to the fellow and say, you know, you know, I'd say, you idiot, why should you believe that? That's I, I wouldn't tell you. They had a Russia. You're an idiot. You're shaita, right? That's what he should have argued. Why did he call the Gviva Mesisa a Chayava, a Russia, for believing the Macy Macy Chayim that that those who are dead will come back to life? Uh, um, he says, "We see the opposite. Um, the chayin maisi, those which are alive die. The maisi chayin, those which are dead should come back to life. We see that the, 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 that's the opposite. The world is flowing towards people right. dying, not towards people coming back, getting coming to life." Amalei, so Bimei says, "Said back, Vaylechan Chayava, woes to you, Yerusha, the Misun Maisi Loichayin." You say that those which are dead do not live. If something which was never existed can be brought into being and live, something which lived once, it's much easier to bring it back to life to live a second time. Uh, you know, it's such a logical thing, right? So, you know, like, you're a Chayava. I'm like, Chayava, Kersley, you call me a Russia. If, 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 if I want to beat them, you know, even Cesar Rashi points out, was he had a hunchback. He says, I, I kick you and break and, and crack and straighten out your, your, your hunchback. If you can do that, you get, get a good job. You can, break, you can straighten out people who are hunchbacks. You know, I don't know if I'm very happy to today do it. You know, like, you know. <laughs> so I don't know why that part of the story is in here. But the first other story, like, the, 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 the Chiyava thing is really funny. Like, why is it, why is it Chiyava? So Rashi says, That you say, the Chai, we see the Chai Mason. 
We see those which are alive die. So how can you say the opposite that those which are dead come to life? So he said back, some which never existed before can be created and be given and, and come to life. So, so that was his answer. Fine. So the, the problem is against this. Now the problem we have a little more is look, why is it called the Chayapa? What was the Rishus that he's claiming that we're doing? So those are the challenges. So on this last point, the next page is, uh, is, a, is a piece from Ramosha Shapiro, Zippel Rocha. Um, so, let me give you the, the introduction to what I think. What, what, what I, I, I'm not sure if this is what he's saying, or this is what I'm going to blame on him, or this is what I, this is what I'm thinking, and I just you know, he's got excuse. You know, three possibilities. There's a fast, there's a famous piece from Rukhain Brisker. Rukhain Brisker, I mentioned you discussed a little like last, last time, um, or two times ago, I remember. Um, wasn't there an Iker, right? You know, the, the, the Barbanel grapples with why, why do you call something an Iker? Everything was an Iker. Everything was important. Every word of Torah, a person has to leave every, the more it says on this term in Shemayim, the person says everything that is from the Torah except for one letter or one Kabbalchimer, he's 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 Elohim Habu. So there's, it's almost impossible to discuss Iker and Tafel. Everything is Iker. So what does it mean, this or Iker? So it's the famous piece that they say for Rukhaim Rizker. Rukhaim Rizker said, we discussed this last time, right? Um, that, that imagine you have, the example which you gave is, let's say a person has a porridge. A person is, you know, this, this, this wealthy landowner, he owns large tracts of land, etc., and he hires a manager to, to manage them. So it's very, obviously when he hires him, he makes very clear you know, what the role of the porridge is, what the role of the manager is, what are the responsibilities vis-a-vis the properties, what are the properties, a lot of things which are, the manager passes away and the son is, takes over. The son never saw, never went and saw the porridge. He doesn't know what the porridge looks like. If only know the porridge is a myth. He has no idea where the porridge exists, doesn't exist. He's not sure which properties he's supposed to take care of. He's not sure how he's supposed to take care of them. Right? He doesn't know anything. So he said, but it's not his fault. That's true, it's not his fault, but he's still not in a relationship with the porridge. So the Rabbi says that there are certain points that even though you have, we have no, we have no complaints against you, it wasn't your fault. You didn't know better, but if you don't know this, if you're not, you don't have this information, you're not in the ball game. There's certain things we said. Listen, you know, person was a, he was a shogik. He didn't know it wasn't his fault. He was an oynus tinnish right? He was captured. He was very young, and they they, they took him away to, to live with the aborigines. What do you want from the guy? I right? never heard of Shabbos. So, right? Shabbos is a very important. Person doesn't believe in Shabbos. Is you know, it's like a, 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 a Zara, You know, yeah, he's a he's a shark. He's honest. It's not his fault. But if these, you give a likrim. If it's not, even though it's not your fault, it's still a problem. And the way they quote Rambam, Rambam says Nebuchadnezzar Bikaris is also not Bikaris. Even though it's a Nebuchadnezzar, even though Titus is you, but still, still not Bikaris. That's what Rambam says. So the way I understand Rambam. Back to the Moshe is the, the Yud Gimel Ikrim are the, the definition of the relationship. If you look at the Yud Gimel Ikrim, the Yud Gimel Ikrim really are divided into three parts. Like the, the, there's a sefer called Sefer Ikrim from from Rishav Alba, one of the Rishonim. He says really he he believes that you could take the Yud Gimel Ikrim from the Rambam and actually put it, boil it down to three. Um, one is we believe in a Kodesh Baruch 
Uh, what, do we, what do we believe about the Kaddish We believe in the Kaddish Baruch that he's, he's an Echon and that he has no limitations. He's not, he has Kol Yochol. All the points of the Ram. Right? The second thing is we believe Tarim and Shemaim. Well, Tarim and Shemaim means that there has to be there was, that there was a, a vehicle of, 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 of prophecy which exists which allow Moshe to get the Torah. So he believes in the concept of the wool. He believes that the Torah is immutable because that's, what, that's the point of the Torah and Shemaim, because it's something which is, you can't, can't be abrogated. So he believes in all those elements. And he believes that the Bershom is aware and, and rewards and punishes. So he believes in Schar Reinesh. But then he says, then the, the, the Akram says, is, but I don't get what Tchis Mason. Like, so he doesn't believe in Tchis Mason. So like, why is that an Iker that he's, that he's, he's, off, the, he's off the charts? What's, what's so bad about not believing Tchisim Mason? Now the problem is, Tchisim Mason is not the Rambam's fault. That's a Mishnah. <laughs> like, you know, I understand you want to ask on the Rambam. The Rambam made, okay, came along and he made up, you know, uh, he would have made up Tchisim Mason on his own. I said, you know, who said? But the, the Mishnah says it. Like, you know, that's the, that's the one that the Mishnah happens to say. So, the way I understand Rukhaim, Rukhaim is really answering that question. Let's go back a step. The Nefesh Chaim in Shah Aleph says that we don't really understand the Kodesh Borukhu. A, a finite being cannot comprehend the infinite. There's no way we can understand what is a, what, anything about a Kodesh Borukhu really. He says, what do we know about a Kodesh Borukhu? And therefore the language of the Zara, when the Zara refers to Kodesh Borukhu, refers to Kodesh Borukhu as Ein Sof. He's infinite. That's the only thing which the Zara ascribes to Kodesh Borukhu. And even that, the Nefeshachim writes, even that really is not a description of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's the, the way we, from our finite position, v- v- envision him. So we don't really know anything about a Kodesh Baruch Hu intrinsically. We know about Kodesh Baruch Hu, what he wants us to know about him, what he revealed to us through the Torah. So that's all we know about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Is, so it means immediately when you're talking about a Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're immediately talking about a Kodesh Baruch Hu facing us, i.e. in a relationship. So if you look at the, the, the three parts of the Ikrim, you can almost say the first five are talking about Kodesh Baruch Hu's role in the relationship. Like, what does he want, how does he want us to, to focus on him? Then, what was the message that he gave us in the relationship, which is the Torah? And then on our end, we, we receive the message by doing, what, are we, what is our role in the relationship? This is the, is the, is the reward and punishment. This is our right? intention. Right? So if you... If you so that's what Chaim is saying. If you're not in the relationship, you're not in the relationship. Well, I didn't know. I, I, we have no titles on the, the son of the, of the manager. There's no titles, you know. But, but the Maestro, you're not, you're, not, you're not part of that, that relationship. If you don't know who, that the parts exist, you don't know exactly which properties you're dealing with, you don't know what your responsibilities are, you don't know what the compensation is, you're not in the ballgame. Right? So that's really what... We need to know that, 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 that the, 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 the one in charge exists. And what we're supposed to know about him, we need to know exactly what he would like us to do, and we need to know what exactly is is our role and what are what is the, the compensation that's supposed to come out of it. Okay, so that's that's I think. But at that time, I would explain Reb Kaim. Now, why why Mason? Why is Chiesa Mason the point that we want to focus on? So, you know, let's, let's hold this piece from Russia. Yeah, let's look at the next page. The next page is a piece from, from the Ramchal. Um, 
So the sefer is called Maimer Ha'ikrim. It's actually not such a long sefer. The Ramchal wrote a short work where he says, "I would like to define not like the Rambam's Ikrim of Amuna, but important points that you need to know about the Torah." Okay, so he says we need to know about the Gemul. Gemul Alam Abahu Shafim Aisav Shalosa by Lamazak Hain Tikvuloi Madrega Betayba Hamitis Shiadamekas by Yisbarak. The true reward is being able to connect to Kosh and based on the, the, your, the amount you've accomplished, that's how they're going to define what that's going to be. We had a boy, Lenetzach, Nitzachim. And you'll you will feel that pleasure, that benefit for, forever. This reward has two stages to it. I don't want to focus on all the Neshamas right now, but now, Hinei, the bracket down towards the bottom. It's not fair if only Neshama gets the reward. So the, the body says, excuse me, you know, what about me? I also worked. Right? I also deserve to get a reward. Had not been chetz, yes, the person would continue to live forever, and as a goof and an neshama together, he would have received the reward. But Adam brought misa to the world. You can't get to there without going through the process of misa. There was a tumor which is brought into the into the body. She actually she gave a dveikas elyon because the zuma boy, zuma zu shuba boy. This this tumor which he absorbed through the hate of Adam Rishon, he, he will not allow him to be davik connected to Hashem Baruch which is what this reward is. So now what do we do? Okay, so the solution is we 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 sort of get it out of him. The body dies. The body decomposes. That's removed. Then he's rebuilt. Rebuild him afterwards in a, in a healthy way. At that point, the Nisham and the Guf will, will reunite. They come to life. And they will then get the reward together, like they're supposed to. And they get reward based on the, that, what the original lifetime that they had. Okay. Meanwhile, while the Shama is waiting for the goof to, 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 to be corrected, there's a place for the Shama to go. That's called Elam Shamas. And meanwhile, it, it gets while it's waiting, it, it, it's ready to get its reward right away. It gets to see it gets to see like a you know a sneak preview of what it's going to get in the future. That's how the Ramchal understands the concept of Tchias Amesim. Wow. So Tchias Amesim, he's saying really, without Tchias Amesim, you don't get the reward. Right, because the real reward is the body and uh, the, uh, the the goof has a right to get it as well. But I'll, I'll take what it a step by step. What? What is the reward? The real reward, which a Baruch is going to give, 
it's, the body deserves to get it as well. So, so the state of being, which a lot of people call it Eilam Haba or Ganeiden, right. right? Where only the Nisham is there and not the body, that's not can't be the true reward because there's somebody left out. The goof is left out. What if the, uh, the people who do not decompose? That means that they, even though, even they, the process of Misa itself removes the, the for them, the, whatever that little bit of Zuma that they have has to be removed through Misa. So now, there's a fascinating Gemara. The Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that Antoninus, also said, oh, not Gemara, but said, Antoninus said to Rebbe, I have a great idea how to pot everybody in the world from Din. Right? He says, person comes to Shemayim, and the person says, you know, not acceptable. So the Shemayim says, it wasn't me. It was a body. I mean, I've been flying around that doing all, only the right thing since the body, I left the body. It's, not, it's the body's fault. So the person says, no body, what are you going to say? He says, it wasn't me. I've been laying like a piece of stone since the Shemayim left me. He says, it's not my fault, it's the Shemayim's fault. Leave me out of it, right? That was Atenidas' argument. So, Rabbi answered like this. He says, that once the king who had this beautiful partners with luscious fruits, and every, every watchman that he hired would end up eating the fruits himself. It was really frustrating to the king. So finally he came up with, he has a great idea. He's going to get two watchmen. One of the watchmen is blind, so he doesn't see, he's not tempted by the luscious fruit because he doesn't see it. Right. And another watchman who's, who has sight is lame, and he can't move. Oh, so he's like this, the guy can't move, can't get the fruits. The guy can't see, he's not tempted by the fruits. So, now I'm not sure exactly how they'd be watchmen, I'm not sure exactly how they're watchmen. <laughs> right? you know. So I guess the sighted guy can you know, tell the lineman where to go in case the guy comes in, so he'll run towards him. You know. Okay. No, so they're sitting there, the, the, the blind guy and the lame guy, and the lame guy is saying, you know, these fruits are gorgeous, but I can't get to them. So the blind guy is not stupid. He says, you know, I'll tell you what, go on my shoulders, and he'll direct me where to go, and we'll get the fruit. So kaka, right? So they had the fruit. So the king, they come. The king comes back and says, "Fruit's missing." He says, "What's going on?" Like Lamech says, "It's not me. I can't walk." <laughs> the king says, "It's not me. I can't see." see. The king's nobody's fool. He takes the combination of the he takes the the the, the, the blind person, puts him on the uh, takes the lame person, puts on the blind person's back, and chooses them together. Zatik Gemara, Kadosh Baruch takes the neshama, he zorik it back into the goof, and he judges it together. Ad kam the Gemara. So Revolva says in the Gemara, what's the more really saying? He says, the way we we are trained to think to some extent is, what am I? I am a neshama. Nesha, the goof is just a piece of clothing that the neshama wears. So then the Gemara is a very good kasha. Right? That's not true. You, what you are is a, is, a, is a combination of a goof and a nasham. That's what you are. That's your being. So if, if it's two different parts, so that each one says, listen, what's the Femina Right? The answer is that's not true. That's not what you are. You are a combination of both of them together, and therefore I have a right to judge you. So the Ramkhan is saying that till we get to that state where, the, where we've sort of put you, put you two together and, th- and then rewarded you, you have not been rewarded. Because you is a combination of both of them together. It's not just the, the, the goof deserves to get something also. It's not the goof deserves to get something. You need to get it to get in, and get it in, in, the, in, the, in the combo pack of the goof and the shaman together. Okay, now. So is everyone guaranteed to feel some missing? What? 
We're all guaranteed to KSMA. Um, I mean, I gotta get it's, a score, huh? it's a long night. It's a long night. I cannot promise that, but the, 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 way, the, the way the Ramban understands the Gomorrah is the concept of Kores. Right. Is that you lose Elam Haba? Elam Haba means the time after Tchias Amesim, according to Ramban. And there's people through the process of Chorus lose Elam Haba, means they won't have Tchias Amesim. Okay. Um, so now, let's go back to our relationship issue. If, if the, why, why did the Russian create the world? What was his goal? Well, he likes, have, he likes to have, you know. People walking around and saying he's wonderful. No, he, no. Why Russia created the world? He created the world because the Russia was a to- is a is a meat of toiv, and he wants to be made to. What's that toiv that the Rambam says? What's the greatest goodness that he can give? Is the human being can connect to the Creator. That's the greatest goodness that he can give. But the human being means the group and the neshama together. So it comes out the whole purpose of the whole world is kiss amazing. Everything else in that picture is all to get to that point. Since the Russian wants to get to that point where the goof of the Nisham, which is that to you, will be, dovic, will be the, the goof will be in a state where it can also connect to the Creator. The Ramchal and Tassinus, which I didn't put into the packet, I put a lot in, but I didn't put a lot in, you know. He says, one place he says, that after Tchiesamesim, the level of Kedusha of the body will be equivalent to the level of Kedusha which we have in our Neshama nowadays. And the Neshama will be that much greater. So that that body can connect to the Creator. So that's the, that's the goal. Because that's what Russian created the world. Well, if, if you can't have that unless the Russian knows, and the Russian rewards, you can't have that unless we have a set of rules that we're supposed to know, that we're, what we're supposed to do. You can't have that unless there's such a concept Russian has a way to communicate to us. We can't have that unless we have a direct connection to the Russian world. You know, everything else works backwards. So Dr. Mishnah, is 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 the final goal. Everything is going to be working backwards from that. That's what the Ram, if, if again, if, if, if what Rukhaim is saying is the point is that these 13 things are the, defining the relationship, but the real point of the relationship is the last one, and the last one is only true of everything, the points before it t- exist. Right. So that's why the Mishnah picks on Tchia Samesim. Why Minatara? Because if you don't understand that this is the, the Minatara, is, that's the Russian's way to communicate to us. The relationship. This is where he communicated to us what, what the story is about. So you know, I don't I don't see it in the Torah anywhere, but I think it's a good idea. I believe in it. I you know I, I wonderful. That doesn't help us. I mean, but you're still not in the relationship because you know the, the point is this is what the Kaddish Baruch communicated to us what it's all about. If, the Russian, if I say, you know, the Russian never communicated what it's all about, therefore, so that can't be the definition of the relationship, he didn't communicate what it's all about. It can't be. Because it's obvious that the, the, the porrits communicated to the manager what he wants them to do. Right? And, then, and what the compensation is. But if he never communicated what he wants them to do, what, so I, yeah, but I believe this compensation in the end. What, what, and then, like, say you're weird. Right? So who cares about his amuna? It doesn't mean anything. So you have an alternate reality. 
There's the reality which exists of the relationship, which that's what the world is all about. And you came up and you made in a fantasy land, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the books of Narnia. You know, uh, you know it, it, it's not the Torah. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you excluded earlier Torah Shabbat or, or, or Alachim Lamosha Misina. I'm so, not sure what the whole Moshe is saying. Because the mission of the Morse says you need remes. Right? But there's no, there is no halacha Moshe Misina. So that's, that's, you know, theoretically that should have been enough. But, you know, let's say he'd make it up and say, okay, I believe okay. that that's how it came. Okay. How does, this remes doesn't seem to define the relationship. Az Yashir, how does that. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll see if we can get we'll see if we can get that in. We have we're not going to get through this packet. <laughs> okay, um, so Rambam says like this. So comes along comes along the, this min. He says one second. We know that Kashmir communicates to us through the Torah. Rambam also communicates to us to the world. The way we see that the world is functioning is because that's how Rambam wants things to function. So that's Rambam talking. And the world that I live in, things die. They don't come back to life. So I have to assume whether I believe that people come back to life or not, that's irrelevant. But I have to assume that the message Kodesh Baruch was saying is that this is the world where everything is, is, is important. This, is the, this world is where the reward is. I have to have to assume. Now, maybe people will come back to life. But that's not if, if 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 I see in the way the Russian runs the world that the flow of the world is from life to death, not from li- not from death to life. So that means to me that that's how that is what Russian is communicating to me what life is about. So how dare you? Right? Imagine like imagine he was right. So 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 Karl Marx, right? What, what did Karl Marx say? He says, really, everybody has a right to get benefit from this world. But the, the capitalist wants to take advantage of everybody else. So he's got a problem. So he, he, he hires the, the priest to come along and say, listen, there's going to be this world to come. And you're going to have a lot of wonderful pleasure over there. Therefore, live through abject poverty in this world. And, you know, be deprivation and suffering, etc. Serve the capitalist and hook it all the money. And he'll have a good time. And, you know, you'll look forward to this stuff in the future. Right, so that's how Karl Marx understood the problem. What, what, what religion is the opiate of the, of the masses? It's the way to keep them, you know, uh, quiet and get and, and allow them to be abused by the capitalists. That's the role of religion. Duck, duck, you know what? This this vort of, of Karl Marx is this Suzuki screaming at a green embassy. You're in Russia. Life is about this world. Because I see that the flow of the world as a people is to death, which means it ends. So that's the Russian telling me. So it means where's where's the reward in this world? And you, I tell him, yeah, it's amazing, you know. So you're taking away this world from them. You're a Russia. You're a god. If you're stealing the world from them, Karl Marx is tiny. That's what 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 the, the fellow was tiny. Okay. So he let's see this now. Visu Gamora, let's start over here on this on page Shin Pei Tes. Quotes the whole Gamora. 
I have so not nice. Thank you. Okay. So what's The Russian gave us the intelligence to see how, from what we see, the thing happened. They saw tested up literally means testing, but you see the flow of events, and you can deduce things from that. You look at the world. Um, and sees the flow of some life to death. That's what the Russian is showing us what happens. We're, we're, we're saying exactly the opposite of what the Russian was telling us. The Russian was telling us, this is the point, you're coming along and saying the opposite. So and they're not, he wasn't so denying that those they might come back to life. But what's life about? The men He's giving us one message. Okay. So that's what he understands. So we're, we're, we're having this intrinsic argument of what the whole, what is life about? So it means, when you, if you think about it, it means that Tchia Samesim, with what Ramesh is saying, Tchia Samesim is what lifts us out of a, into a whole new view of, of the world. A person who views the world from the vantage point of Tchias HaMesim, he says, that's what life is all about. Right? Looks at every moment of, of life. With a, it's a hechetimsa of creating something in the future. Uh, you know, a, a, a crude marshal. A guy goes to college. Right? So people go to college. You know, I mean, you know, there's, uh, they, they list the party colleges of the country, right? right? So what's the goal of going to college? They have a good time. Right, so one day the wakes up. He's either wakes up at some point in his life. Rebaran told me that he was once that he was he was teaching in Asia Torah. So this fellow came. You know, usually we choose the guys that you know what type of degree he had, etc. He had this weirdest degree he ever think of. So he finally like, what's you know what's this degree about? And he says, he says the Sadashav between all my classes, the, the common denominator was no class took place before at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's how he defined his classes. So the degree he had was by combining all classes which could take place only after one o'clock in the afternoon. That was his degree. 
you can imagine what you do with such a degree in life, right? Mechanical time, right? But, but most people understand that what the goal, the goal is to go to college is to be able to prepare for the future. So the better, more time you spend now using your time wisely, the better off you're going to be down the road. Well, if I, if I look at lifetime is that heck of so the preparation for TSMASIM, it's a whole different ballgame, how I look at life. So Moshe says earlier in this piece, he says that, in, in, it's interesting, in Lashon HaKadosh, the word for Zman, for time, is a, it, it, the word Zimon means preparation. Uh, in other words, the word Zman, the concept of time that we live in, as opposed to Chizmasim, which is endless, the world that we live in is because it's, it's a time of Hazman, of preparation. As opposed to living in a world where the time, you know, Ramosha has a, 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 a has a chip on place. He writes. He says, you know, he writes that in America they think it's, it's everything's about having good time. Gimel vav dalad test yud yud mem. Says that's not true. That's you know, Ramosha writes. He says, it's a no tshuva halacha tshuva. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Ramosha says, and Ramosha wasn't prone to like you know, his point was you know. The, how you trust to train a child, etc. Says is that it's not about having good time, you know. Why is good time? Define a good time. We there's a standard use of what good time means. Well, good time means time which is used wisely. That's not what good time means. Why? That's so. The men were saying to Rukiyim and Sisa, Adarabba. I'm right. It's eat, drink, and be merry. For, for tomorrow you shall die. Right? We're going to die tomorrow. You might as well have a good time today. That's what life is about. So then they're right. Good time. It's not a new story, no new conversation. Right? And he said, back, you, 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 you it, don't understand. That's what Moshe Shikl, or, you know, with, with my, with my herself. Now, when I can, there's not no time to go through everything over, everything over here. I, I tell you, I hit my eyes are bigger than my stomach, um, which is okay. Uh, I just want to maybe touch on one of the, a few things. Maybe I just want to show you. Um, um, let's go to the Das Tunas, the page and then hey, maybe let's start with that one piece over there. So it's the first page of the Das Tunas. Yeah, here. I, I want you to understand. It's obvious that the, the final purpose, the person took this dead being, the body, put it in the shaman, and gave it life. He gave it life that he should live this world. That's really what it's all about. Right? The so Shem says, you know, the Russian would put, you know, put this in the Shema. You look at people's lives. You know, some people can tell you, you know, they had five good days in their lifetime. That, that, the Russian created this world. I mean, he's pretty cheap. If that's what, <laughs> if, if that's what the goal, final goal is, it's pretty sad, right? You know, a person works their kishkas out for many, many, many years, and finally they, you know, they retire. You know, they, they, they travel the world, and they have a heart attack, and they die. That's what it's all about. You know, he had three good days. You know, like the. the What's it all, that doesn't make any sense. Of Iker Bia, who 
the purpose of putting the neshama to the goof is to purify the, the, the goof as much as possible. The final goal is to be like Malach Shores. It had other not been chote, that would have taken place in one process. The Medrash brings in Parshas um, um, Hazinu, Moshevena was Nifter. The Medrash, the Yachat Shimon, brings over there that 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 the 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 Bereshim came time for Moshe to die. The Bereshim said to Moshe's Neshama. BT, it's time to leave the, the body. And, and, and the Shama said, I don't want to leave. I'm in such a whole, beautiful, colistic body. I don't want to leave. Can you imagine that conversation? <laughs> right? Right? And saying, and the person says, I promise you, I promise you to leave. You know, you have all this reward. And says, no, I'm, I'm very happy where I am. It's the most beautiful place in the world, is being in, the, in, in, in this group of Kaddish and Moshe Rabbeinu. But even Moshe Rabbeinu had to go through a process of Misa. We're, 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 we're beyond that. So that's, that's one point I want to show you. Um, then he says, the next, next, next page, it says, the chet was garim, the Rishon was garim through his chet, and we had to go through passes of Misa. Fine. Next question. Yeah. Uh, it's clear that the Rishon affects the goof. Does the goof affect the Nisham? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the process of a hero. For good or for bad, you mean? But the neshama is pure and perfect, right? So how does the goof affect the neshama? Um, you can sully it. You can sully it. Yeah. That's all the point of the chorus. The, 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 the neshama can be totally. It's it it it, it, it 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 can be affected. There's a there's a morale. Um, Famous Gemara, you know, if you, you finish out this Makas, the more says with the story with Rabbi Kiva and the Chachamim were, 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 were walking and they saw the, sh- the shul coming out of the, the base Kodesh HaKadoshim and, you know, there he was crying and Rabbi Kiva was laughing. And the more brings, he tied together two different, like, so the, the morale that Gemara, the Kedusha Egonis says, what's going on over here? He said that Rabbi Kiva understood that the base of Mikdash, the Makam of Kedusha of the Mikdash, which, which will be rebuilt in a, in a greater fashion, we find there is a process in this world of the decomposition which creates life, and that's called the seed. You put a seed into the ground, and as long as the seed stays fully intact, it doesn't produce anything. As the, 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 the moisture gets to it and it starts to, 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 to rot, that's when it germinates and creates something new. So the process of the process of decomposition is what creates the, and putting a little seed into the ground produces this beautiful tree afterwards or this beautiful plant afterwards which is many many times greater than it through the process so the, you know whatever needs to be sort of like removed from the impurity of the seed the, says, the, the morale says that, that's what is, is happening in regards to the mikdush it has to go to the bottom, bottom, bottom. The two of go together. Because only that's going to allow it, to, as it were, to sprout forth in a greater fashion. You, know, you can almost like understand why, why you need to have yet a... Who knows what's on the, on, on the Temple Mount. 
right? Right? Like out of all beings, like the, the highest rose, you know, and, 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 you know, that's I don't know, but that's 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 our version of Shirlem Hilchoboy. Right? But that's exactly what need, it needs to somewhat go through that process, and that's what the process of a person dying and then coming back to life is. Okay. Um, the, the turn to the, the this page with Afike Mayim, page Samachal. I'm not going to do the piece inside. This is a, this is also for Moshe Shapiro. Um, he quotes over here a piece of Leshem. I actually put the, the Leshem inside in, in the in the packet. So for you, some of you it might be the first time you're going to learn a piece of Leshem. Um, so who was the Leshem? So Leshem is known to us. Um, it's funny the way we know the Leshem was, was Riyash's grandfather, right? right? That's how people are known to the Leshem. Riyash's grandfather. Uh, Rabbi Yashiv, who Rabbi Yashiv was named after, um, uh, wrote a sefer called Leshem Shvabachlom. But what's important about the Leshem is that the Leshem um, was about, about Kabbalah. He was a phenomenal person, had a phenomenal understanding of Kabbalah. And he followed the approach of the Groh. And the Gdalim, of of, who were familiar with Kabbalah, said that he is. You know, the same way we have arguments in the world of Gomorrah, have arguments in the world of Kabbalah. He's the Pesach Achron. He was the final decisor in the, in the, in the base medish of the Groh of what the, what the real shot in, in the Kabbalah is. That's the level of knowledge of, of, of Kabbalah that, 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 that the Leshem is, 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 is ascribed to the Leshem. So he quotes a piece of the Leshem over here. So I, I, I'll, I'll see, see it how, as he quotes it. It's in... The, it's in the um, packet later on, um, on page. I guess it's page twenty, page twenty-six over here towards the towards the end. Before, right before the middle of um, the last, there's a few the few pages of the lesson there. So I'm not gonna do the, the last page of the lesson, the three pages of the lesson, the last page. So here's the quote. He says, "Okay, person dies, comes back to life. Comes back to life. What does he look like?" Right, famous question: Does he does he come back looking like he's ninety seven years old, decrepit body like that? Does he come back looking like a person died in his prime? He comes back looking like that. He comes back as a little child. What does it mean he comes back to life? What does he look like? Does he get his wife back? You know. Okay. Um, it says like this. Um, Let's actually start from the page before. The concept of the like the standardized understanding is. Shrachos the Yomim Yasek Hashem Baruch Hu Pella Main Kamoy. The person is going to make this one, this tremendous nace. We come on Meisim Yachzul Lechayim. People will come back to life. We Yichu Halok Kederek Shachayu Kadem Meishu, and they'll pick up their life where they where they left off. And if you don't remember my form, Yim Shichu Lichu Shanim Harpy, they'll continue to live as is. Okay. So you'll, you know, the person lived to be 83, so he picks up again, he moves on, you know, next year he's 84, right? Continues on from that point. Um, which is what Elio and Alicia did. The body died and they brought it back to life at that, at that stage. And, and okay, it's not how it works. 
I'm not going to read the whole thing inside. The point that he says is like this. He says, the Russian did not create anything in this world which is dysfunctional and has no function, has no purpose. A person lives through 60, 70, 80, 90 years of his lifetime. And there's a lot which, which doesn't seem to work right. The chumris the, the of the body brings him to do averas, and there's a thing that he uses for avera purposes. And there's, so the world is being used improperly. There's so much which is, which is going wrong, as it were. So are we going to argue then that the pshat is all those things did not play a, 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 a true, a proper role in the world? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the Russian created many things which have come, become, as it were, not purpose, purposeful. I don't know it's purposeless, but not purposeful. He says, the Bershom is going to rebuild the whole world. My body is going to re- be rebuilt. That it should be all of those years that I lived, the years that I lived, which where it was done not the proper way, and therefore all of that, that Kedusha and Chiyus that Bershom put in the world, which was, was abused, will end up being be used again in a way of kedusha, so I'm given life back from my the, the, from the beginning of my life. It's that lifetime I'm reliving that lifetime. So I start over. So I don't want to start over as a child, you know, as a baby. But but as it were, he doesn't describe exactly what it looks like. But said that. But the point of Tchiyus Amesim, he says, it's more than just I get reward. It's a chance to 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 make everything in the world purposeful. That there, was, there was no wasted moments in the world. He says, the Russian, as it were, gets a, get, he gets to do over. Second chance. It's a, sec, it's a second chance. So that, that, that's the point that he says. He says, now, he says, if you, if you look at that, that's the shot. On the next page, he says that there's a more Rashi brings the Chumash. He says, and says, the two Yuds. So, means at the beginning of the creation of the person, the Russian put in us. A a, a a power of existence, which means existence will, will, will which will be there in the future. It's not a new thing. The Russian is going to add later on. That's there within us from the, the, the first moment. Okay. Then he says, um, the Ramban is a fascinating thing. It says, You have to remember the fact that the Ramban learns it's a mitzvah of the rice that you remember the fact that we left Mitzrayim in the spring. You remember this day that you left. So Pasuk says, the mitzvah, the mitzvah of the rice is to remember that you left in the spring. So why is it so important? So Pasuk is a good impression. The impression was very nice. He took us out in the, you know, imagine he had take out in the middle of winter, like, you know, like, so much nice to let's out in the spring. It's a chas He says, No. Springtime is is where we see Tchias Mason. We see we see things coming back to life again. You see that you see this being which looks like it's totally dead that comes to life. So it means that that which you perceived as one reality is not the real reality of the item. There's a whole new reality of of from from Mubas to Chayim. That's what you see. Tchias was for clients. Tchias was the process of. Giving us a whole new level of existence. We see this was the precursor for Nasinus Atara. Like we spoke about last week, that all of the different Nisim which took place two weeks ago, 
the nisim which, which took place, were the nisim which were necessary to put us onto the process to be able to accept and understand the existence of a Baruch Hu and the message that he wants for us, all the different things which, which the Ikrim, like the Ramban says, that you will take out of Yisrael Mitzrayim, etc. That was what Yisrael Mitzrayim was supposed to accomplish. That is, in a certain sense, that was the precursor for Tchiyas Mason. It, it redefined life. So it's not. It's not. I'm, I'm picking up from this point downwards. I'm, I'm re. I'm, so I'm redefining everything. That's what Jesus Christ did for Klal Yisrael. That took place with Dafka in the spring because that's what that's, that's what the spring does. That was that was. So the moments which the Torah is Maram is Tchias Mason is the final moment of Yisrael Mitzrayim, which is, is, is Yamsuf. That's why this is the place it's Muramas. The first place that the Torah, the Torah mentions Kiyas Mesim is over here, because that's specifically where Kleiser was able to come to that. They redefined life. And, it, part of the, the, and obviously, the, the final element of the redefinition is understanding the relationship with the Kadesh and how everything has a role that that's supposed to play. So then he suggests, based on that, he says like this He says, What is, it, what is Shira? You know, you, you use the word shear in the in the Gemara. The Gemara says a shear is a is a, is a circle. Circle, right? Yeah. The Gemara in see the Gemara says you find coins that shape put in the in the, in the form of a shear. I says it's shear means it's a circle. The Gemara in Shabbos talks about a a, a bracelet is called a shear a shear because it's a, it's a circle. The Gemara talks about they had they put around a, a collar around an animal's neck. It refers to a shear, right? All of those says. So what is the common, what is the connection between the idea of the word shear, which means a circle, and the word shear, which means, right? So number one, a poem, a shear means a, a shear, shear on the Torah means poetry. The point of poetry, so the the we we discussed this once. They, the the the, 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 Dover, the Nitzvah says the point of of, of of a poem is you find a way to say something, which what you're saying is much greater than what the words are actually are. As opposed to prose, where you're describing it as is, I, I find a way to say it, which is much, much greater, so I can say it in a few phrases and, and, and encompass a tremendous amount. Right? So that's, that's, what, that, that's the idea of shira. The greatest shira is when you're, you're, a, a circle is at the, the end, goes back to the beginning. Is when you come to the final end of everything, you say, you know what? I'm back all the way back to the beginning. I, I realize now that everything was there at the beginning. All of the future was there at the beginning. That's the greatest poetry. And the little point at the beginning, I really had everything there. And I can, that's what Shira is. That little point, I can see a whole big picture. So Shira is the process of, of seeing in, in the, everything from, from the vantage. So Klaiso now looks back by, by Yamsuf. And they say, you know, now we understand everything which took place right now was all to get us to this point. We, we get the whole picture. But they didn't just stop there. They realized, the this is going to be our, our way to really understand the whole history of mankind. So the shear, and that's the shear they're going to say in the future. Because that's really the, fi- the final end points. They will see how it goes back to the beginning to you see a Mitzrayim. So that's what, that's why this year will be the year which is going to be said in the future. That's I, I just want to say one more point because it's just you know, I, I can't. The Rabban goes through what the Mabal means and the, you know, all the things. I can't do that. There's just a fascinating piece of lesson. 
just about the the, 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 the schedule. Okay. So it's there's three pages of lesson. It's the page number one of the three pages of lesson. Um, so you look at the bottom. They either you know it's number two ninety two, two ninety three, and then two two o four. So two page two ninety two. See, he says like this. He says that that Mason, We picture it happens at one, at one shot. He says it's not true. Each person has their own moment of Mason. He said the people who have less zoom on their body, the tzaddikim, will have Mason earlier. Mashiach is going to come, and then, then for the first forty years, it says it's going to be a, a world which is like like you see it's right between there's Nisim and Teva. We're still going to function like regular human beings. We're natural still, but the world is unique in many ways. That's like Nisim and Teva at the same time. That's like you see it's That's the first forty years, and after that, the process of Mason will start. That process will start. The people which their body is more pure to start with. Will have Tchiasamesim. Will so he says. Now the Rambam says, and others say that every everybody who lived then must go through the process of Tchiasamesim, Misa and Tchia. So everybody's going to die, even after Mashiach, everybody's going to die. But the, who will die first? He says the time it takes from Misa till Tchia, everybody has the same time. He says, whatever the time is, a month, year, whatever the number is, three seconds, whatever the time is going to be, every. But the tzaddikim will get to go first. So they'll die, have their five minutes of Misa, come back to life, and now they're, they're, they're on the other side. But based on what you said, they don't have to redefine themselves as much. So they don't have to, like, re... Because they lived a life of using this world properly. So, so, so what he says, I would have assumed, he says... That everybody's he called zman ichol. Everybody's time of the being digested, of being decomposing on the, on the ground, which should be different. Tzaddik should get a shorter time. It brings a riot from the desire that that's not true. Everybody gets up, goes down, and gets up as quickly. Wherever the time is, it's the same amount of time. But the tzaddikim, who the body is ready to get to that process, the the people who are not as tzaddikim. The process of living in the state of being a mashiach will help the process. Getting them ready for Tchias Mason. so they're going to have to live under the, the the Mashiach state for longer till they're ready to get to that last point. He says, and this process will take. Uh, he says, the next phase, this process will take two hundred and ten years. The clock has two opinions on how long it will take. One says two hundred ten years. One says right, etc. Now, there's an interesting theory based on what he says over here. Some suggest that this is all taking place, that by the time the year 6,000 comes into play, everybody's ready. Now, if you do your math, 210 plus, plus 40 is 250, right? So according to this, according to this number, when you get to the year, I'm not supposed to calculate, calculate numbers, right? But 5750... You have to have started the process of of this forty year count. So we're in, we're in, we're in Ayn Zion. So it means that thirteen years from now is when we get to the next stage, according to that math. So that's one person suggests that I don't see that he, I don't see that he really says that. But I can't tell you they went through it with a fine tooth comb because it's not he's not easy to read, right? 
but that's be a fascinating theory. Um, but if you, you start getting involved in that, you go into the more says that a person who makes a cash, calculates when she is going to come, his bone should wither. So I'm not sure I want to go there. So, okay. <laughs>